What are you drinking, by the way? It looks like I'm mean, gonna be real with a you. Mountain it looks Dew. Like, looks like piss. It's, yeah, it's a Baja Mango Gem. Okay. New flavor. I feel like there's a 90% chance that's actual urine. Mm-hmm. Dehydrated urine. Guess what though? It tastes pretty good. <laughs> it's really good. It tastes like mango urine. So <laughs> you know what they say about mango? If you eat enough mango, your pee will smell like mango, just like asparagus <laughs> or something like that. Oh no, wait, I'm mixing up two things. You're I'm mixing, mixing up pineapple and asparagus. <laughs> <laughs> mixing up two things that are borderline cuttable from this oh from yeah this podcast. not only the fruits you were missing up the two different the, liquids no, that's, too. Well, that's, like, <laughs> that's the part that i was like okay oh good god <laughs> i love I'm it when my so mom's like hey i listen to your podcast and i'm like ah oh, fuck i forgot about that <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. hi mom if you're wait, listening wait, the last one both uh, of them all of them so it's funny because no, I... my mom has gotten in like deep into podcasts so like and it's funny because Hell, the yeah. reason why is that her um car ra- her car radio podcast, broke right? no it wasn't that you'd, you'd, you'd think her car radio broke no, you would so... think. trust me i get it <laughs> and so she's left to nothing else audio besides her phone and so she listens to podcasts all the time so she starts uh... listening to all these authors that i've heard and stuff she's like oh i was listening to a podcast by so and so and i was like I haven't even listened to that one yet. Like it's, it's so fun. I told my dad the other day, I was like, Oh, there was this podcast I was just listening to. It was a um, crime junkie. It's a, you know, true crime um, podcast. And I was, um, we don't like them because they stole stuff. They stole stuff. Oh, well, no, I just, they were just way too hyper for me. Oh yeah. They didn't steal stuff, but the problem was that um, their first early on before they got big, they would tell Mm -hmm. stories, you know, from true crime. Yeah. And this is my summation of it, by the way. So, if you're listening and you're a true crime or if you're either side, don't get, don't, don't at me. Um, but what happened was that they would do these stories, but the host would pull from all these other things. They'd pull from other podcasts she listened to and mm-hmm. books that she would read and stuff. And she just wouldn't cite it. Wouldn't and so it. they got to a point where a couple of people were like, Hey, that's what I said in my podcast. So, so now yeah. they cite the crap out of it. It uh, okay. didn't steal anything, but it was just like, they, um, weren't citing their sources for a while but no there was I, one... I listened to one episode and it was good mm-hmm. the, it was interesting but it was a bit too much of <gasps> and then what happened for me you know <laughs> right yeah that oh and that's the problem that's what i that's the problem i've had with them is that they i agree with that 100 percent. but i still <laughs> like the stories they cover yeah so like i mm-hmm. find myself eye rolling at least two or three times an episode but it's worth but it's engaging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there was a story the other uh, maybe two weeks ago, three weeks ago that was in Grand Rapids that covered. Oh, shit. And so I was telling my dad, I was like, I was listening to this true crime podcast that um, covered a murder in Grand Rapids. And my dad goes, oh, your mom was telling me about that a couple of days ago. And I'm like, it only came out four days ago. <laughs> How the hell is she already beating me to it? So it's fun. But it's fun that she's into podcasts now. I really like yeah, it. Yeah, that's awesome. Cool so I've got anyway, a question for you. Please. So well, I guess it's more of a story that I don't know. Question. What do you think is in this? Uh, Fireball and uh, apple cider. That would be better. It's apple cider and rum. Fireball would be a good. That's good. All right, go on. (laughs) Uh, So my brother, uh, one of my little brothers, uh, recently got a cat, and I called him the other day. The cat. Uh, my brother got it after he got it. We hadn't talking talked yet. Okay. He was sending all these pictures to a 
group chain that I wasn't yeah. in. So he's like, why haven't you responded? I'm like, well, I wasn't getting him. Um, so <laughs> you don't care about my cat. <laughs> yeah. So I'm talking to him. He's telling me about this. And he's like, yeah. So actually turns out I got two cats. And I was like, what? And he goes, yeah. So I went in there. Humane society, apparently. And he's like, I went to go. I was like, yeah, I've wanted the cat for a while. And like gone to a couple different places. Didn't work out. So finally I was like, I'm doing it. Went to the humane society. Then he goes and kind of picks out a cat and he's like, they were having a two for one sale. Yep. And I, I was it. like, I what? Dude. Yep. I've never heard of a buy one, get one free Dude, for animals. No. So I told you, living things. <laughs> I work, you know, I, I do stuff with our homes for pets yeah. project all the time for our work. And what we do about once a year is we sponsor an adoption event at our humane society right. in town. And it's so funny because normally what we do is we're like, you know, we sponsor 50% of the fees up to this price. Puppies are excluded, but cats and kittens and adult dogs are all covered. And then you bring in like donatable items. You get an extra 10, 50% off. And they always say puppies are excluded because what happens is people will get a puppy cheap if they can not Mm -hmm. realize the work and bring it back. So they're like, if someone's going to get a puppy, we want them to be able to financially care for it. Yeah. So puppies are excluded, but they'll still two for one the cats on our sale. And it's already like 20 bucks to adopt a cat. And so you come to our sales and you can get two adult cats or kittens for $10, basically. <laughs> Minimum or maximum. It's so it, wild. It's, they, dude, feral cats or not even just feral cats, just like homeless cats. Yeah are a huge fucking issue like there are so many of them and so and then a lot of them are bonded too a lot of cats are bonded mm-hmm. so the idea of your brother getting one and being like whoops there's another one it's oh yeah so, they were like from the same whoops, letter obviously. or something yeah it wasn't like he, I think he looked he said, in the box but... and was like i could have swore i just got one <laughs> like when you get like the six nugget deal at mcdonald's and there's like yeah. a seventh one in there and you're like i'm not going back this is a surprise <laughs> no yeah i was like what kind of place are you going to that has a buy one get one on Dude, a living every <laughs> normal adult or like, normal that sounds hu- real shady man human I don't know. adoptions are not like that where they're like so you want one kid okay let me explain this we do have a deal we are <laughs> running a special today <laughs> you happen to hit us in today, the right week if you want two children you could get two for the price of one <laughs> fees excluded of course visa fees excluded <laughs> that's hilarious if you so, sign today so what kind of cats are they one do you, for free do you know what kind of cats they are uh no Welcome to Radical Face RS. I'm JD, and I'm Nick. It's but it, what's so funny to me is that you are. When I say you're the opposite, I don't mean like from a heart standpoint. Like you just you're so neutral to pets, and yeah. you, you, like you're you're not like against them, but you're. I you're could definitely like, do a cat. It's I'm like very allergic to some of them, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I haven't really found that line of like, mm-hmm. oh, it's definitely this type of cat. It's right. just like. So I, if I could find a cat that like, I'd be open to that, I think, but yeah, I don't know. Do you the think... dogs just make me uncomfortable and I don't know what <laughs> dogs make me uncomfortable. <laughs> Why? Well, I think like looking Why? back, looking back, it's definitely Abby, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You had a three legged monster. I had a three legged dog. dog that I broke the dog's <laughs> leg. Oh, did I tell you about that Dude. the other day? So I'll, I'll tell you the story. You told me that years ago. <laughs> 
<laughs> I've known you I'll for tell 20 you the years. Story, I, yeah. But I'll tell it in the fact that like, so this came up at work the other day. We did okay. like a true truth and a lie thing for a yeah. weekly. I don't know. It was that's like so much game. fun. You know, honestly, your company sounds like the best. Like that's so yeah. much oh, fun. It's fun. That's so and original. One of my, it's great. We're like, we created this game. Uh, right. I love I, it. I'm going to bring it for uh, my team. Yeah. Uh, and one of my things was I grew up with a three-legged dog. So after the game's over, we're talking and someone's like, so what? That was, that was a truth. It's like, yeah. So I, I broke its leg. Um, and like, just like being sarcastic, you know, and then like, I go on to tell a story and I'm like, oh yeah, I was really young, like, um, kindergarten or something. And then I go on to tell a story that like, I, we had one of those like swings, those porch swings almost that are like the long wind slats. Yeah. And I went to pick up the dog and sitting on the swing and I was really small, spooked her and she tried to jump and her she was tiny dog, Italian greyhound, her leg got caught mm-hmm. in the slats and it broke. Mm-hmm. And in that she bit me, fell down. So my mom took us both to the vet. Yep. She walks into the vet and the people come out and they take the dog into one room and me into the other. And they're like, cause my mom's like pregnant right now right. too with Ryan. Right. So they're just like, you take a seat. Uh, but so I like tell this story and everyone's just looking at me like they're mon- like I'm a monster. I, I mm-hmm. didn't like get to the point with, I didn't go all the way to like the hospital thing. I just was like, sure. Oh yeah. I like explaining it. Yeah. And they're like looking at me like I'm a monster. And I'm like, guys, like, what do you, I was, right. I was in kindergarten. I didn't know what I was doing. They were like, Oh, I was like, yeah, I said, I said that up front, but they right. all missed it. So they were like, Holy shit. This guy like just broke his dog. <laughs> <laughs> they, they all thought you were like listen here you little shit and yeah. they just snapped I was her like, leg Damn. Uh, I, you know honestly though you think about it psychologically like from a uh, it, it makes yeah. sense why you don't you're not big a fan of dogs because i don't know the first i don't know that dogs, it's solely that but yeah that's i think it's i don't know i don't think it's solely that but i think it's a big part that and the mm-hmm. one thing I, like i think what i've learned in life the past couple of years is that it might be more that than any of us know because mm-hmm. so much of that stuff is so subconscious you know what i mean oh, like yeah. um one, oh, for one, sure. Because everyone com- else in my family loves them. Yeah. 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 Well, welcome again to uh, uh, Radical Face R Us. Today, we're talking about the third Radical Face album, Family Tree, The Branches. Um, this is the second album in the series it of is. The Family Tree, but it is the third it album. otherwise known the, band. the Blue Album. The Blue Album, also known as Weezer's first album, the one that had hit singles such as Buddy Holly or Undone the Sweater Song. This is not that, but it is the same colored cover. It's the same color. Have you been listening to Weezer's um, EPs this year? Uh, very, very casually. Completely forgot that. I saw the email yesterday about the pre-order, oh, and I today. forgot to yeah. listen today. I like Although it. I, I like it for a while. So I... there, there's one that I really do not care for, like actively <laughs> go, Jesus <laughs> okay. Christ, Rivers. Um, and I'm a big Weezer. I'm like a Weezer apologist, but there's one that I'm just like, you fucking weirdo. Um, but I think to me, it's my overall favorite so far. Yeah, I know it came out okay. yesterday. So recency bias, obviously, but... Um, yeah, I there's like been the a couple hits, for. a couple like I think it's been like 50 50 for me so far. Yeah, totally. Totally. I agree. I hear you. I feel like each one and like to an extent of there's a good couple hits on each one, mm-hmm. like good singles. And then the rest are just like, you know, sort of a thing. Yeah. Um, but uh, but anyway, yeah. So we're talking the third Radical Face album today filled with tunes from across the 1800s or as Nick likes to say, the early 1700s. Yeah. Um, and uh or and 2013 or 2013 who knows um but yeah we're talking about the, the third one today um so 
Uh, any pre-album thoughts? Anything you want to talk about before we get into the songs, the tunes, the records, the vinyl, as the cool kids like to say, vinyls. Oh, the back. vinyl! I'd I don't know if you've heard this. My hands on that vinyl. Mm, I'd love to go to bed with some vinyl. Get my hands on some vinyl. I I know I heard what you said, but hands I don't know on, if you hands heard what on I our said. body. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go to bed with some vinyl. I want vinyl flooring in my room, and then I want. I want to wake up next also to a in my bed. <laughs> I want a beautiful 12 inch in my bed uh, record um, next to me. More so, about those 45. More but... about this. Oh yeah, I can see that. I can see that. You seem you strike me as a oh 45 God, gentleman. This... So, um, so anything anything you want to preface this album with? I mean, Mister Mister Historian, anything you got? I don't know. I don't, not particularly. I think it's a continuation. I mean, obviously in theme and everything, but in terms of success or at least in my eyes success uh i i i love this album i think it's just as good Mm -hmm. if not better than the roots we'll see um there's a lot of thematically a lot of people writing letters in this album yeah i don't know if you picked up on that i did i did i um oh sorry i'll wait no but you go ahead i was petering out pretty hard so (laughs) so it's funny how some names are verbs. Like your name's a verb. I nicked that from the store. Yeah. Or it petered out. I'm joshing you, right? Like yeah. the, the J and JD. Knickers. Isn't it funny how some <laughs> get your knickers <laughs> off? Isn't it funny how some names are verbs? Um, I will say that so far this is like stand out my favorite of the three. Hell like yeah. from my okay. first listen, I was like, okay, I definitely enjoyed this more um than the other two and it, i mean you know my thoughts on it too. i didn't dislike them yeah. but i was like I, this one stands out um i still think it has the same so we're on a train that only goes up and it goes up we'll see the next one i mean by the end of this album i'm gonna just be or the series, i'm gonna be just yelling uh-huh. i'm just gonna be like i uh-huh. um <laughs> but uh i think the um, the pitfalls are the same for me in terms okay. of um uh a couple of the tracks you know like i like I said last time like there are a few that i love and there are a couple that i'm just like this really doesn't do anything for me like the gap the gulf is kind of large between them yeah and the only thing one of my fears i believe is coming true a little bit lyrically this is why i brought it up you talk about the letters where i feel like the story this is my personal opinion in the way the song story is getting in the way of the song well not not so much that in terms of me relating to the songs okay i'm thinking of um sure letters um letters to home i think is what it's called Letters home. So, letters home i thought mm-hmm. i think that's a beautiful song and i really really like that one but the whole thing from what i was hearing about listening from it was like listening from it uh taking from it was you know it's a soldier writing letters home to their partner or spouse as they're passing away and as we get to that song you can tell me if i'm right or wrong mm-hmm. but like i'm listening to it and i'm going like this is a beautiful story but I don't relate to it. Like I don't see myself in this as much. And you yeah, know, when we talk about BNL and Coldplay and my other favorite bands, that like that's what I pull from music a lot is like my Trying situation. To find ways for, yeah, yeah. And so like to I hammer think, your situation to do a song. <laughs> oh, this is about me. This, oh, so this is one, about oh, also me. about me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I think so. I think when I listen to this, I I almost look at it, and we talked about him being an author. Um, it re it almost reads to me like a book in a certain sense where there's all these stories that I think are really beautiful, but there are very few times where I go, Oh, this feel, this is make, this is bringing this out of me. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, that's, so, I think that's pretty fair. Um, I don't, 
I don't necessarily think that's a negative, although yeah. in the way that I listen in to music. In the way music, that you listen to music, right. It's a huge negative. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah, so but I but I do think like literally from the get-go, I was like, oh, I really like this album. So yeah, um, I think I agree in terms of like, yeah, there's a couple similar themes. I think I'm on a much lesser side of that. The songs that like lag or are like, oh yeah, I'm ready for this to be over are mm-hmm. very few and in between. Yes, yes. On this album for me. Um, but I also feel like yeah. um and you know, I haven't listened to the roots in a couple of weeks. A couple of the songs I have actually, but not mm-hmm. too many. I feel like the production is even a little bit cleaner here. And yeah. Yeah. um I really I genuinely think that like that helps his songs a lot because I think there's some beautiful guitar picking or, or instead of strumming, like picking on some of these songs. Oh yeah. And that sticks out to me so much. And I think there's just a, like, there's still some of the haunting vibes in some of the songs, but I think the production is just cleaner. And I really appreciated that a lot in this album. So um, I think I enjoyed listening to this album more than the other two, just from a pure, yeah. Enjoyment standpoint. Um, oh, so yeah. I, w- I was really, I was, not that I wasn't excited for the other two because I love doing this, but I think this one in particular, I was like, I really like this. Like, I want to, you know, kind of get into this. So, um, well, I hope it keeps up in the next couple, but uh, see, you know what yeah. I'm really interested for is and this is a few episodes away, I think. You know, after I do this? after the family tree, yeah, is because I know he's got at least one album post family tree. I'm very interested to, to yeah, we'll have out. two dedicated episodes, and neither, yeah, neither of them are a full album. Okay, the first one's an EP. Okay. Um, that uh, six songs, but then he released alternate versions for all of them. Mm. So I figured we could turn it into a whole episode and cover all of that. Maybe. Yeah, I'm done. Um, that. and then the next one is the Hidden Hollow, which is where he did a single every couple months. Yes. And then, yes. D- so that's also only six songs. Okay. Um, uh, but we and should. Then it'll be our. Then we'll be kind of wrapped. Uh, B tracks and rankings and all that so i mean again it's story-wise obviously it's a continuation of um the, the family tree so it's there's not much preface there but so i mean do you want yep. to just kind of dive into it and start with um you know what I, can i can i make a suggestion you can for the moment do you mind playing the gray skies and holy branches snippets back to back because i don't think we're going to have a lot to say about gray skies is that uh, fair sure. or do you or do you want to do them separate i respect it either way no we can try it Back to back. Okay, let's just try back to back. Let's play. Okay, we're gonna play two snippets here. We're gonna the opening track of Gray Skies, and then we're gonna go right into the um, full track of Holy Branches. This uh, Gray Skies, uh, again, is kind of tied to Holy Branches. Yeah. Uh, uh, Holy Branches is Stone of Severus and Stone from the last album, uh, now grown up and is hearing his brother in his head because uh, his mm-hmm. brother is the one that died. Passed away, yep. Um, living with survivor's guilt, feeling that Severus should have been in his place as he was more capable. Mm-hmm. He's like the smarter one. Feels sure. like he would have done better in life, I guess. It, sounds, it looks like he's like 
working like coal mine sort of stuff like literally like mm -hmm. working with your hands like really you know just yeah yeah so what do you think um gray skies is great it, i mean you know not a lot yeah. to say there it's a good little instrumental it's like 40 some seconds i think right um, i think it's really cemented the pattern for the openers now and i'm yes i and I i'm still that. into I, it i respect it yeah i mean again there's not much to say about it because of right. the but i like it um holy branches itself i i think it's my favorite opening to an album so far Ooh. i really like this song i yeah. i like the um you know you you played red dead right Two red dead oh, 2. yeah you know, there's that there's a couple of segments where you're riding the horse across long areas and they have like a song playing in the background, yeah. like a full song. This it kind of reminded me of that. Like it felt like kind of like a cowboyish sort of song where like that opening, like boom, 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 boom. And then it gets full band. It kind of strips down. And like I mentioned just a couple minutes ago, I can see that. I, I really liked the finger picking. I'm a huge like I'm a, I'm a huge fan mm -hmm. because this is how I write of chords with finger picking in between. So there's like the do 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 down 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 boom 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 you know um I oh, really yeah. like that um Agreed. I think um lyrically I think um this one is vague enough to like be able to relate to on a very base level of like you know yeah. life can be hard right <laughs> like I know that's very basic um the um there's a hole in my chest part I thought yep. I feel like it's another song down the road um, well, I don't know if I'm going to go where you think I am. Um, no, I reminds noted me of that like, line. There's a hole in my chest when I'm just listening with very little focus on the lyrics. And I hear that song. I think a lot about like, oh, is this someone who was literally shot in these stories? Because there's a lot of things it, like it that. Honestly, could be. <laughs> right, right, exactly. And so it's like it's moments like that that have the capacity to pull me out of a song. But I okay. think with Holy Branches specifically, uh, it does not it do didn't. that. Okay, um, good. So yeah, I really, I really like this song. I think it's great. Yeah, I think uh, musically, I agree. Great, super catchy. Uh, great transitions between the bridges and the choruses. So catchy. I'm surprised we don't hear it on the on the pop radio stations. Oh yeah, oh, between yeah. Taylor and Five Seconds Where, of Summer. What are you guys doing? <laughs> Bringing it all the way back to Radical Face. <laughs> Um, no, I think it's great. Yeah, I always felt like it was a pretty sad one, but I feel like after mm -hmm. reading about it, there was a lot more mm -hmm. to it than I thought. Um, I really liked the line that you started the hole in your chest. Yeah. Um, from the time that you're born, that doesn't get filled. Yeah. I really like um, the idea. Oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. I thought. I'm no. sorry. Go ahead. No, seriously, go ahead. Okay. So I I really like the. I think iron. I think I like. <sighs> Sorry, I'm just an asshole. No, I'm you. seriously. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. I reckon the I'm pulling irony, away from the mic uh -huh. to show you that I'm not actually going to cut you off. The irony, I think, is really great in the song of like the narrator recognizes this about his brother's life, but in a way, like that he he's lost, but in a way, he's also becoming that as well because he's stuck in the past because Severus yeah. is haunting him. Right. Was was this the one early on that was literally haunting him? Like he would see his brother and stuff like that in the room, or is that a different one? No, this was that one. Okay, yeah. So like, yeah. I wonder what that continuation he, feels like. Of like him, but yeah, 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 yeah. Um, what that what what that's like in adulthood? Like, is he still actively seeing that and hearing that? Is that yes. what it's alluding yeah. to? Okay, got it. Yep, that's crazy. Yeah, so we can still hear him. Um, and that was something because they were I don't know. I think you twin know Link. Yeah, trust me, I get it. My boys are just, you know, I've told you they're twins. They turn two uh, next week. Mm -hmm. um, 
And tonight specifically was one of the first nights in a long time that they like spent most of the night playing together. Cause that's one thing you always hear about with twins is they have that twin link. Right. Yeah. And they have that secret language or they can just tell. And I've always felt the past couple of years that like, yeah, they love, they love each other and they like each other, but like that they have that to be there. Yeah. And I wonder maybe it's just an age thing, you know, like maybe it's when they, they can talk more or whatever. Cause whatever, but the tonight specifically, they, they spent the whole night just playing together and it was i'm just like yes like do this be That's your guys yeah be your brother's keeper but um i i anyway so i think it's one, sister's keeper but well you know it depends they're boys at this point if they grew up in a change oh. of sex respect mass respect but right I now you're talking about the book nope just the phrase you know that some phrases exist outside of book titles right no okay um, well, That's we'll talk about that know. after, okay. um, but I, I love, I actually love the opening line of the chorus, which is, but everybody's bones are just holy branches. And then you take the next line, like ride the breeze to cut patterns in the leaves. Like, I like that. It's one of those things that if I, if I look at that line or two by itself, there's a lot of meaning there that like, we're yeah. all cut from the same cloth. There's not anything better or worse between any of us. Um, so I really like that. Completely agreed. Cool. Um, keep going then. <laughs> yeah. Keep going, uh, then. Next up is the mute. All right. So this so, time, um, and this time, Tom the neighbor, we remember Tom from the last album, uh, the neighbor's Victoria. Happening? He had actually never told her how he felt. Remember the last time there was yep. a track where he would watch her from afar, and um, instead he actually did end up getting married to somebody else that people would say, and, I, and he would admit this too, made sense for him, right? Like was a good fit for him, but never was his true love. And she, that together they actually had a son. Um, and the son, of course, um, from the title song of the mute could not speak. Um, and Tom as a father, Philip, yep. I was going to get there, but, um, Tom, as many fathers do in situations with, with, with kids like this, didn't know how to handle it. Um, and he often, he looked at that as like almost karma or punishment for his son, for him still having eyes for Victoria this whole time, like feeling like he was settling for her (laughs) and, um, Eventually, Philip runs away. Yeah, <laughs> nailed it. And and you know, I'm just pulling that from 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 my heart, not from any annotations <laughs> on Genius or the description on the YouTube video. At first, or I was like, like "What the fuck is happening?" <laughs> and then I went to Genius and was like, "Oh, oh okay. yeah." <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, no. Oh. So I will say though, in actuality, this song I I knew going into when we very mm-hmm. first started talking about this album that the mute was one of their bigger songs. It kind of felt like from yeah um, Spotify mainly. Um, this to me is one of those songs that I was mentioning kind of earlier where I think this song is beautiful. I really oh, enjoy yeah. this one. But I it's it's the prime example of like being bogged down by story over well bogged down this, bogged this down one, is okay. not the right term. Um, uh, focused on story Shackled. versus <laughs> chained, if you will, um, <laughs> focused on story and to, to a point where there might be a line here or there that 
I feel that are beautiful. Like, and I spent my evenings pulling stars out of the sky. I think that's a oh, beautiful yeah. line, but it's literally a line in a stanza. Okay. Um, and so I think this is one where I go, this is a beautiful story that it's not one that I would send someone and go, this song reminds me of this or pulls it. Just, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I think it's great, but I think it's very focused on story over, you know, um, other factors, but so this is maybe a tangent. Sure. Um, but it's making me think, do you have any other band like Frank Turner, who -hmm. you really love has a couple albums that are very story driven. Absolutely. He does. So is there a difference there that, no, I, I I mean, I think of the first things that I think of with Frank are there's one that's called No Man's Land, which I've talked about before, which is the one where he focuses on a different woman. Yeah. And that's one of I don't want to say one, it's one of my least From favorite history. albums, but it's one that I don't go back to that much for that exact reason. Um, okay. There's one song on his most so recent album. So it's not album. that different between no, artists. No, a... not, absolutely okay. not. Absolutely not. There's one song on his most recent album called FTHC. The song is called Miranda. And it's about his um, father, who was a horrible, a really bad dad, and then came out as transgender, and now goes by Miranda. And it's about their relationship since he changed genders and how it's grown and how there's all this forgiveness and stuff. It's one of my favorite songs on the album, but it's not one that I relate to because my dad is still my dad. His mm-hmm. dad is his mom. So no, it is not specific to Radical Face in the slightest. Some of my favorite artists like Frank have songs like right. that where I go, this is a great song, but like, I, I don't, I'm not in this song, you know? Yeah. So, so no, I, I don't Everything want you to has to be about me. Well, no, <laughs> fuck you, you know that, you know what I mean? That when you're listening <laughs> no, to music, you're you looking for solace I, or, yeah. I know I was yeah. just curious. It, it occurred to me when you were, I was like, actually, I know he has a lot of other bands that he loves that do this well, as I well. About, so it just, here it is. Let's bring it around. The most the recent Malcos album. Yeah, you got it. Um, have you listened? Well, to I was much starting there, and then I thought Frank Turner was a better example. I've well, no, the most recent Mountain Goats album. Uh, it's called Bleed Out, and yeah. the whole album is inspired by John watching seventies and eighties action movies okay. and writing songs about. The, so, like, there are songs called Bleed Out, Wage Wars, Get Rich, Die Handsome, um, First Blood, Hostages, and they're all like you know little. Each song is its own little action movie. It's probably my favorite Mountain Goats album of the past three, but like there's nothing relatable to it, right? Like yeah. there's a lot of really triumphant screw. Like I saw them a couple weeks ago after the album came out. The songs live are just amazing, but I don't listen to any of the songs and go, oh man, I really see myself on this song about we're going to run out of bullets, but we have more hostages, right? Like okay. I'm not in that. So in, in either of those, does that take you out of it? Like it sounds like it sometimes does here. Um, or is it, that because of the complicated, like the story I, I, of the family tree? Well, is that I, something different there? It's a good question. And I don't think it does. And I would almost kind of change the way I, I, I'm talking about Randall face here mm-hmm. where I go, it doesn't take me out of the song. There's okay. one, there's a couple songs in this album where it does take me out of it. This one is not one where it takes me out of it. But I think if you look at, a football american football field Mm -hmm. for me my favorite songs in the world the touchdowns are the songs that i can see myself in and go yeah i I relate this there's a limit to that where i go these songs frank songs the mountain goats album i can get to the 80 you know like to the 15 or the 10 yard line but i can't make that full jump because i don't have that full like right 
it doesn't it doesn't mean something to me to the core i can enjoy like the mute i enjoy the shit out of the song i don't think there's okay. i don't have any negative i don't the, the story thing to me is not a negative trait it is just something that maybe holds me back from saying this is in the Getting pantheon of some of my favorite songs yeah and okay. i would say the exact same thing about frank songs and about mountain goat songs too cool well, that, yeah, that absolutely makes sense, but I'm glad I clarified because that no, makes I, more yeah. sense to me now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it is not. Yeah, and and I think like that inher- is not inherently a bad thing. There mm-hmm. are plenty of people, or a negative thing, I should say, from my perspective, plenty of people who look for stories in songs more than they do trying to relate to every song that they listen to. Right. This to them would be a good thing. Um, oh yeah. I don't think it's a bad thing. It, for me, it just it's like there's just that those extra five yards sometimes, right? Of yeah. like. Um, yeah. So, so how do you feel about the mute? Uh, before I get into that very quickly, Jesus Christ, it's my turn. Have you seen the music video to this? No, I, no, I have uh-huh. not. However, <laughs> Highly I will say when I go to the mute on genius, they've got the, uh-huh. the picture for it. wish I was here Yeah, from, which is uh Zach Braff movie, which I love. I was part of the Kickstarter and everything. And I haven't watched the movie in a few years, but knowing that this is in it makes me want to go back and watch it. Um, yeah, so, I had that thought too. I don't remember, but yeah, the music video is great. Um, mm-hmm. it, is there any sound? It's about what you there is. Um, but, um, it's about what you would think it would be. Um, okay, but it's it's great. Um, I'm put it up in the background while we while you talk. See if I can okay. find anything from it. Yeah. So uh, Ben has a nephew with autism that has never spoken, and that was supposedly the inspiration for this one. Oh, okay. So that is kind of cool. That's great. I think that's mm-hmm. really, really cool. And like, again, I wouldn't have pulled that, but I bet you right. somebody who has could pull from that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's beautiful. Um, musically, the guitar picked intro, like you were talking about, uh, the, and the backup to the humming is awesome. Uh, I really love those heavy drawn out bass notes in there. Yes. Yes. I know. I like that a lot. Uh, if you only listen with your ears, you can't get in. Love that. Mm-hmm. Re- that's good. That's good. Um, and then I like to the the ending of it. Oh, uh, yeah. And in my head, I said goodbye. Then I was gone. I love the double meaning of that. In that, like, one, he's actually mute, but also, like, in the story of this, yeah, he's probably also just slipping away and not actually saying goodbye. Right. Well, and I think like when you're in these positions, when when you're, I say this as a father of you mm-hmm. know toddlers, like when you realize and not that i have this moment but when you realize that your children or a child has a uh a a holdback i guess you could say right mm-hmm. a a something like this whether it is autism or their you know their mute or something like that so much of your world as a as an adult is changed but you right. have such an opportunity to impact their lives that how you react is also going to change how they feel about you, how they feel about themselves and stuff like that. And so when you look at the very little shit that I said from the YouTube description earlier, like uh-huh. if, if Tom or whatever his name is, isn't doing a good job of being there for their child, mm-hmm. that's going to affect their child's relationship to their father, but also to themselves. Right. They're going to shut themselves in more. They're going to feel, I think I just saw Ben in the music video. It's a little cameo from him there. Yep. Um, uh, they're going to think less of themselves because that's how you as a parent treat them. Yeah. And so there's a, you know, you have so much opportunity. You're to... ingraining so much negative. Crap. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's a great way to put it. So, um, 
yeah i, yeah, I, I never true. like i I'd picked up obviously on like the mute child i had mm-hmm. never picked up on which i guess i don't know how you would tom's relation to this and how like he was the father right so that right. was like oh shit um and a little more sad that we're still following this bummer of a dude but <laughs> this, guy, um, this tom guy's not great i would say <laughs> for the record well he, yeah yeah he had some redeeming because he was um he was the one that was looking out for victoria's daughter yeah it was still like a bit Fine. weird but yeah <laughs> it was so weird but redeeming um, yeah but yeah i mean a lot of that slid away after this one right like yeah. you're like oh oops <laughs> you know but like I, I was actually just talking to cj last night there's a um um dawes lyric uh that we, that i was i forget the specific context we were talking about it but how like um she was i think she was listening to a podcast about how sometimes you um encounter somebody or you are reacting negatively to something but you're realizing that it's from something deeper within or from a past you know trauma or something and there's yeah. this beautiful lyric in a Dawes song about um a woman in, in the context of this first in this verse was this woman is kicking her husband out because she found she's he was having an affair but at the end of it it says she heard a voice from beyond the throes punish him for the life he chose but forgive the past that he did not and i think i i think about that line so much because we are not necessarily responsible for our childhood or where we got to mm-hmm. and where our head is, but we are responsible for our actions past that. And I feel like there's this, there's this point where we, as the, as the narrator have the decision, how we're going to react uh, on this actions or this mm-hmm. event or whatever. Um, and even if you make the negative reaction, you can blame or feel hurt by the actions this person made because no matter what your history is, you have to own your actions. However, right. you can you can still be understanding of how somebody got there. You can be understanding of how somebody got there and still be hurt by their actions. And yeah. you can understand the events that led up to this point. And so you think about, you know, Tom, like obviously I'm sure he probably has had hardship in his life that has gotten them to this point, the way he's treating right. his son. Like you can't blame him for how he got here, but you can blame him for the decision. He makes decisions. He makes based off of that, you know? Yeah. Seemingly on a daily basis. Right. Exactly. (laughs) Well, and, and, and like I said, like I've talked to my own therapist about stuff like that, where it's like, you are still allowed to be angry, mad or hurt by the actions. Like just because somebody had a bad history doesn't mean, that that philip has to go well my dad had it hard for a while (laughs) right but but especially if it's day-to-day like that but um but But yeah that's a huge theme in all of these right yes it is being not haunt but like carrying the baggage of all of your ancestors and trying to make changes and move on and get past that even even well i think they get past it that's that's a huge part of it like staying optimistic or making the best out of so many dark situations Oh, yeah. I think there's a lot of that here, but but anyway, um, let's move on. Uh, All right, the next one, number four. We're killing it with time. Well, this is great. Yeah. Uh, reminders. So it's better if you were on your way. If you were somewhere far from me. So you can dream my turn. So 
this is Judah uh, from Ghost Towns. Uh, he was the runaway character from uh, William's line. Uh, had a son, Abel, with the prostitute. Uh, and Abel grew up. We've with all been no there. Yeah, I mean, we've all been there. Yeah, Abel grew up with no we stability. Both, we both have some kind of Abel from <laughs> relationships with the sex workers. Yeah, go on. Uh, well, Abel grew up with no stability and never knowing Judah. Uh, and this is his perspective writing a letter to someone he falls in love with. Got it. Okay. And what do you pull from what he's telling this person? You know, like if he's writing a letter to someone he's falling in love with, what is he telling this person? It seems to me to be one of those like he's pushing them away because he's like, I'm not good enough for you. Like like that type of thing. Sure. Um, yeah. which is, you know, that's always real sad to see. Yeah. Um, but I I like how it opens and ends the song too on the same note. Yeah. Um, yeah. I wish I had more nice things to say, but I was raised not to lie. Mm-hmm. I'm either honest or I'm an optimist, but never, never both. both at the same time. I really like those two lines. That is yeah. some of my favorite lyrics yet. Um, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, I also liked. There's only so much a good. There's so much good a man can take when he ain't so good himself. That like. Oh yeah. I feel like this. You you hear you see that a lot is in movies and, and music and books mm-hmm. where a character who feels who almost brings hardship on themselves or like looks for the negative in so many things that when good things are happening, they don't recognize it or they don't trust it or they don't allow themselves to feel those feelings. Um, So I liked that line too, because there's only so much good somebody can take before you start to doubt the good because you're like something, this is, you said this is too good to be true. Right. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I don't, the, it evolves. Um, I think maybe sometimes it doesn't quite stand out as much with how um, it's like a little quieter and slower sometimes, but yeah, I, I think it's absolutely some of my favorite lyrics yet. And yeah, again, how it opens and ends it, it but it feels different at the end with the change in the music and the yes, context of everything yes. before. Yes. I think is really cool. Um, I like this one. I, I like, I agree with you musically. I like the music of this one of um, I talked about how I like how it, starts kind of finger picky and strummy and then kind of builds a little bit. And then kind of, like you said, kind of ends on the same note. I do agree. I really enjoy that part of it. Um, this is one that for whatever reason, and this is where like my musical uh, uh, brain is limited. Something about the production of this one, I really like, especially because it starts slower. I couldn't mm-hmm. tell you what it was about it, but I really like that compared to others. Uh, like I said, there are lyrics that do stand out to me here that I really enjoy, like the the optimist one where I don't know if I necessarily agree, feel that way, but I like the way that it's worded where yeah. I'm either honest or an optimist, but never both at the same time. I think that's a really good line. Yep. Um, so, no, I actually really I really like the song and I, what I like. This is super meta. What I like that I like about it is that it is I would argue is one of the slower songs, but yeah. um but the, the previously on some of the slower songs on the other albums, I've gone, okay, yeah, this is kind of lagging a bit, whatever. But I actually like this one as a slower song a lot. Um, so um, it fits in well with placement after the yes, branches in the music. Totally. Totally. Yeah. Cause you had two good upbeat, like you said, like re- not relatable, but like accessible songs. Yeah. And then this one slows down a bit, but I don't think it, it pulls you out of anything. 
Um, no, and it like it slows down for sure, but it also picks up a little bit at the yes. end with his yes. like harmonies and stuff, and well, that flows yes. well into the next one, mm-hmm. which helps the whole. It's like this first half of this still feels upbeat, even I agree. though this is a slower song. Yeah, I agree. Um, no, but I liked it. I I did enjoy this song. I think it's a really good one. Um, and it was after this song particularly that I said, I think I'm gonna like this album. Because uh, yeah. I think the first three, you know, Gray Skies yeah. included, but the first three like full songs, I was like, I like all three of le- these on my first listen. Hell and yeah. that's really um, like it made me excited to go back for listen two or three and stuff. So um, I liked it. I liked Reminders a lot. I-, I do wonder what the title means. You remind me of what I could have been, but that reminder ain't much help. I guess that would be probably the context. Um, which is kind of sad more than anything, but um, yeah, but I enjoy it. I enjoy this song. Yeah, I like to the um, and I could just go to sleep. That like the exhaustion in that. Yeah, like it in the con. I when I <laughs> when I listened to that song, I made notes about it, thinking it was another story. Mm. It was like, oh, I like that. Just like he's like, oh, I can finally be done with this. But like, I yeah. guess that still relates a little bit because he's like pushing her away and he's like now i now i can stop stressing about this now that i've like dealt with it right and i can just find some peace Mm -hmm. even though like it's sad that that's the conclusion he came to or that's the path he followed right right yeah i hear what you're saying i hear what you're saying um yeah Yeah. and well and i think that's where the story stuff can be fun is that where you and i'll bring this back around to being pessimistic but like what the story is saying what's happening within the story is up for interpretation yeah you know but but i think like even in that context my brain still goes and this is a me thing like i fully admit this is a me thing where i go but it's still within that story right like it's still there it's open to possibilities within this playground but i agree that like you hear those things or like even the lines before that where it's like um where did this go sorry i totally lost it um, it's better if you were on your way, if you were somewhere far from me, so I could dream you turned out well, so you could dream mm-hmm. I turned out well, and I could f- just go to sleep. So it's like, what are the actions that he takes on that, right? Is that one of those just musings where you go, you'd be better off without me, or does he actually push himself away from this person? And like, and there's interpretation within the story, yeah. But my head still goes, but it's still within the story, and and I think, and I, I again, I'll say it again, I'll say it this last time, and then I'll shut up about it. I fully admit that that's a that's my limitation. Like yeah. I don't think anyone else could or should Get be over limited it, to that. I don't want to. <laughs> it's my own life. But um, but anyway, um, should we move on to summer skeletons? Yeah, let's do it. All right, so this is Jim, the son of Timothy from Mountains, uh, reminiscing about uh, Summer and his best friend Bailey uh, hanging out by the lake. So I'm going to go ahead and take a guess here. Mm-hmm. So this song is a lot about nostalgia. Yes. Um, yeah. I've taken to writing happy song under the happy songs after we talked about how many depressing ones there are right so, right happy yeah. one yeah uh but given our previous conversations about you liking nostalgic songs i'm gonna take a stab that this is 
uh, one of your favorites on the album. Yeah, hold on, I'm yawning. Yeah, based on the song. Um, <laughs> I'd say both yes and no. So, like, okay. lyrically, because, again, not only nostalgic songs, but I would say, because, yes, big. that's a big, yeah. you know, point for me. And I, I would feel like it would further. be abstract enough. Well, yeah, lyrically. yeah. I, I, I agree. I think it is. And I think like, so not only nostalgic songs, but I think songs that focus on the beauty of childhood are mm-hmm. huge to me. So I, I, I genuinely love, you know, I saw the fireplace, although we were miles away, we were infinite. There was no time in these days, like those sorts of lyrics. Right. Those are the sorts I, you're hundred percent right. Um, I think musically, this one is a little bit uninteresting to me compared to the okay. previous two or three. But I do think lyrically, it is a huge standout to me because it is a prime example of specifics that can feel universal. We were yeah. sunburned and shoeless kids. It was the dead of July. We were skipping stones and the failing light. Like, yeah. you don't have to be able to specifically remember a day where you were sunburned, not wearing shoes in July, skipping stones for yeah. that to feel relatable. Lost out um, among the trees or hand yes. scraped the bark. Like, yes. Just, oh, yeah. yeah. Um, when we all, when we all knew wasn't stolen, there was nothing real to lose where that, where you're still young enough, where there's nothing that, I mean, you, you have no responsibility. There's nothing you're going to lose. Um, so no, I, I do agree. I would, I would, I would put forth as a large statement lyrically. This is one of my favorite songs so far across the albums. Um, I think it's for that exact reason. Yeah, where um, it's relatable. It's the story of this song. Frankly, doesn't matter to someone who's never heard it before. Yeah. You don't need to know any context about any of this for it to be relatable. Where there it are could other be songs independent of this family yes. tree project. Yeah. Where, whereas, well, and and I would still argue against myself that like I know I used letters home earlier. Same thing could be said about letters home. It could also be unrelated to the family tree project, but the story yeah. being told is so specific. I think that that's fair. It's different than this, but um, yeah. But how do you feel? How do you, what do you think about summer skeletons? I love it. Yeah. I think I am also in on the music. So I like, I love, I think the strings are super catchy. I feel like those really capture the, the, the nostalgic, uh, the nostalgic theme yeah, of the song. I, I hear you. Thank yeah. you. Uh, <laughs> I love when it stops for a sec and the instrumental bit starts quietly. Um. Uh, yeah, I don't. I like the. I don't know that timbre's quite the right word, but the laws, like the, the pacing like, of the, the lyrics. Cadence, maybe? I guess yeah. the cadence. That's yeah. the word I was looking for. Timbers, not Jeffrey. But yeah, nice. I dig it. Oh, cool. That's good, man. I yeah, I I, I like it a lot. Um, All right. I'm glad uh, that you do too. Let's go to the crooked kind. So this is Frederick, the son of Virgil uh, from Kin. Uh, Frederick also hears his dead relatives, just like his father uh, and his little brother as well. Um, and he struggles with this. And this song is him coming to terms with it. Coming to terms with like the, 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 I guess you say like the his, gift that his they ability, have or like the, yeah. yeah. Okay. The ability. Yeah. There you um, 
yeah, coming to terms with it over time, I guess. Um, I, yeah, I, I dig it. I, I think this is one where mm-hmm. I, th- this kind of strikes a very familiar radical face chord for me where I go, I think yep. this is really good. You know, like, I think you can hear, like, even in the snippet you played, you hear that sort of almost like being in a home sort of sound like the distant kind of echoes of some of the sounds that like the claps that you kind of hear or whatever you hear like the reverberations of that like you're in a specific right. space i think that's a cool um i like the lyrics um oh shoot i just had it sorry where did it go um uh, oh it's, again it's one particular line which is a theme for me with their songs is so collect your scars and wear them well i really like that Great. line right oh yeah um uh, but I like it. Yeah, I, I think this is one where I go, yeah, I think this is really good. I like it. I don't have anything I dislike about it. I don't know if I could find myself coming back to it all that much unless I was playing the album, but I have nothing negative to really say about it. Yeah, that's fair. Um, yeah, I, I also picked out the Collector Scars line. Um, You're crooked too, boy, and it shows. I like that, like, mm-hmm. you can't escape it and everyone can see yeah. that vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. All folks are damaged goods. It ain't a talk of if, just one of when and how. I like that a lot. Um, uh, yeah, musically, I really like the breakdown with the piano bit uh, and evolving to the harmonies yeah. in there too. Yeah. Uh, I do like, I think you've said that a couple of times, the harmonies. I do think there's a lot of really cool vocalizations on this album. Yes. That stand I always out. just call them They're, harmonies, but yeah. No, I no, like no you're right. No, because okay. they are. But like, I think when you compare that to previous albums, I think that does stand out on this one more than it does on even the past couple i think that okay. i feel like i almost hear in a couple songs maybe even some female vocals that you don't hear too much on other albums um and i think that that the way your eyes look made me go i might be losing it but no I was, um but no i have no idea <laughs> but, I, but I, I agree with you that i think i like a lot of what happens not necessarily with the melodies i don't dislike the melodies but um that come with the vocals in themselves i think there's yeah. a lot of cool dynamics that come with those so yeah that's like a trademark radical face thing for me i feel or that is a radical face trademark and completely agree cool all right move on to chains This is Kyle, uh, the reckless brother from Always Gold. Never um, really got his life together. He never really life got his life together. Uh, his life kind of fell apart. Uh, he fell in with the wrong crowd, uh, and he moved too far away to keep visiting Robert um, to kind of like, so Robert stopped bringing him back, you know? Uh, and then this song is another letter uh, that he's writing to Robert. Sure. And what do you see the, the contents of this letter being? Um, the meaning of the song i guess if you will yeah i mean like it's it almost feels like a goodbye yeah like he realizes he's fallen too far and he can't be saved uh um, i'm glad you were my friend though i may never see you again yeah, yeah like yeah um yeah he doesn't feel like he's good enough it's the same same thing from the last one that he's pushing people away in his life um because he feels like he's not worthy yeah um how do you feel about the song then? What are your thoughts on it? 
Really catchy music. I love how deep and low it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like it's another one of our favorites. It's fairly upbeat music and pretty depressing lyrics. <laughs> the RS Universe classic. Yes. Yeah. Okay. What about you? I don't really care for it, man. It's I um the the change yeah, your eyes when I said our favorites was like Mm-mm. I was confused. <laughs> uh, excuse me. The whole like chains background that they have, like the literal chains they have going throughout the background, you know, doesn't do it for you. It just reminds me of slavery. Like it sounds like it's gonna be okay. some sort of like slave trade song or the song that um slaves would would sing on the plantation. You know, like something that's relate like. It, it's almost like two on the nose for me. I agree yeah. with you, and the, especially the segment you played. I really dig the end of it. The whole I'm glad you're my friend, you know, that whole thing that I talked about earlier. I love yeah. that part. I think that's great. And I think those drums are super radical face, like uh, uh, common, I guess, like in a good way. Like it's like it's very like it's very him or them. I think that's great. Um, and I don't mind the lyrics. Like this is almost the opposite of um, uh, Summer Skeletons, where I'm like, I think some of the well, I guess no, I guess it'd be similar. <laughs> I think some of the lyrics are great, but I think like the chain part really pulls me out of it. And there's like the humming too. Yeah. Um, I think yeah, um, I just think it. I just, yes, mm-hmm. I just think that yeah. For personally, for me, it pulls me out of it, and I can't not think of some sort of like like if you would have told me there's a song called chains and then said there were chains in the background yeah. my first guess knowing it was a story would be something about the slave trade yeah no that's fair and i can't get that out of my head but i do think some of the lyrics are stunningly good yeah i i feel like yeah it's got the like the humming yeah but the oh. how deep that is i do like that i like new for him a lot yeah I, I agree. It feels like a common theme, but he's done another um, twist on it that's new. You yeah. know? Yeah. I yeah. Um, I think that's fair. I yeah. I agree. I agree. But um. But yeah, I yeah, think there's parts of it. That, it's one of those things where it's like it just doesn't work for me. Yeah. Or, or like it's to the background. You know, we talked about this a little bit with ghosts. Where like the background sounds. I hate to hammer onto one point so much, but that pulls me out enough where I go. I don't know. Sort of. You know. I get it more than other times that you have because this is such a recurring item yeah. in the song. Yeah, fair, fair. It's not like passcode where you're like, just get over the one fucking line, man. Right. Uh, but... <laughs> that's actually a perfect example. That's totally true. Yeah. Um, but let's move on. Let's go to let's go to letters home. Let's go next. Now I I'm not sure if I'll see another day. Doctor said it could go either way But I just wanted you to know no matter if I sink or fall Uh so this Run. is <laughs> always uh, another always gold relation uh this one uh is Robert's son Chase uh he was shot in the war and writes this letter home uh it's him coming to terms with his fate I do you, are this is not the important part. Do you wonder what war it is they're talking about? Uh I assume the revolutionary. Are you being a dick right now? Yes. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I would have guessed uh, World War One. Yeah, but, I can see that. Yeah. But I also again that's just based off of the time that we've talked about. Um yeah. so what do you think about it then? 
I, I like it. I feel like this is such a refreshing, the placement is perfect for this song. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause yeah, it's way slower and simpler. Um, and I feel like that just lends itself to its place in the album. Um, yeah. Really just comes out with it. Um, but I like how it comes down to just a few guitar melodies between some of the verses and then picks up a little, yeah. a little bit again. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I wasn't smart enough to see the game and that no one's keeping score. I feel like that Some sums up pretty right accurately. Yeah. <laughs> War, politics, life, etc. Mm-hmm. Still. Um, mm-hmm. Love it. Uh, yeah. What about you? Um, I love this song. This is one of my favorites on the album. Um, I think I did it's not expect that. After, really? Well, um, after all of your preamble about like the story well, being so I, specific. Well, and I, and I think like, that's what I forgot the context know, that you just gave that later. If you were to pull like, okay, so mm-hmm. th- I'll talk about all the positives musically. It's very stripped back and bare. And I love yep. that. You know, I love, you know, in general, I love music like that. I think the melody, like the, like the did it, did it do, 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 do. I think yep. that's beautiful. Um, I think the story here is like I've said a couple of times already, very specific to this instance. Like, mm-hmm. I think there are lines again, I say this all the time. There's a couple of lines where I, you know, I'm, I made peace with it all mistakes and all right. Like, I feel like that's yeah. him obviously coming to terms with life and deciding like, Hey, I'm probably going to die soon. And then I'm okay with where I am or I'm, hurt, yeah. you know, I did um, my best. I did my best. Yes, exactly. And I, and I feel good about that. Um, and it's one of the instances where I go, you know, this is absolutely a story song to me, but, and, and, and I don't really see a lot of myself in it, but I think it's beautiful as its own. Yeah. Like it's, it's, it's still this, a great story. This song sounds like a postcard and like, you know what yeah. I mean? Like this, yeah. this song is a postcard and I think it, it funk within the realm of the story and the family tree you know, uh, uh, universe. Um, Mm -hmm. I think it functions. It's, it's one of those songs that I can go, this is a story and it's, I don't see myself in it, but I still respect the shit out of, and I think it's beautiful. So, um, I actually really, really enjoy letters home. I think it's, it's a standout for me. Um, yeah. It's a song I can find myself learning to play on guitar. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I was just about to say mountains from the last, uh, album, the roots, um has a similar like his uh his home uh at christmas for the last mm. time and yeah, then yeah ended yeah. up getting shot in the war that's also mm. a son of robert um uh, i was just about to say like i feel like this is similar to similar that. theme but yeah. better um yeah i would i i know what you mean by that at least but yeah. then i was like oh shit this is also another su- poor robert uh <laughs> <laughs> this guy's fucking life i tell you what yeah, yeah i know what you mean um yeah. Yeah, I think that's about all I got. You want to move on to From the Mouth of an Injured Head? From the Mouth of an Injured Head, coming up next on Radio Here we've got Abel uh, from Reminders um, gets a head injury while working. 
Did you uh, mean Abel? Yes. What did okay. I say? Apple? Yeah. You said Apple oh. with a B. Yeah. And and I I not I mean I don't call you out to be an asshole. I call you out to make sure like I'm getting the story straight in my no. head. Okay. Uh yeah, Abel, uh from the song Reminders, a couple before, uh gets a head injury while working. Uh and his lover, the one that he pushed away previously, like wrote the letter, stay away from me, uh, visits him. Uh he was like struggling to commit to her, obviously. Uh, but this injury allows him to get past his hangups. So he like gets almost like a concussion but it helps him like he forgets enough and or changes enough throughout this that he's able to get past it. Or, or again, you know, it far better than I do. Not even that it, you didn't insinuate this, but that it, not that he pulls anything away from it, but it's one of those, like when your life flashes before you are your eyes and you come back, you go, you prioritize more. Yeah. You see things. I'm going to make like, some maybe, changes. Yes, exactly. As a, as opposed to, Mm-hmm. Oh, all of a sudden she's great, you know, or like my this injury made me think she's beautiful or whatever. It's like the realization that, hey, this is the kind of person that I want and and adore and stuff like that. I really like that. That never occurred. It was I always have taken it as literal, like he had a head injury and he like Well, and it could still be that for the something. Record. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like and I know that I miss you, but I don't even know your name. Right. Um I like that when yeah. you're when you're near near me, I feel okay. Uh when you're near me, I'm not ashamed. It always is such like a powerful ending. Like he's just like, I don't know what's happening, but for whatever reason, you are making me feel it's funny because like better. I can from you know, going back to the me per like the scene, like pulling mm-hmm. something from it personally. I I love both of those lines separately, but together they don't um I don't say they don't vibe, but like they don't relate. So like I love the line I and I know that I miss you, but I don't even know your name. Like I yep. feel like I have had interaction with interactions with people I've never talked to once after that moment that I can think back to right now. Uh-huh. And though I I think about that person, that interaction all the time. And <laughs> I don't even remember what that person's name is. I think of one specifically right now and i love the next line when you're near me i feel okay when you're near me i'm not ashamed with my you know i again i think about my girlfriend i think about my my life now where i get when when having dealt with so much shame mm-hmm. um to feel that is amazing those two it's so it's like when you put those two together i can see that in somebody else Again, I don't feel that but i can see somebody feeling so important to you that you have all of those instances yeah, in one person, and I think that's really beautiful because I love the idea of talking about nostalgia and stuff like that, or like really like John Greeny sort of moments. You know, mm-hmm. um, I think of that like I love the idea of having someone come in and out of your life in a day, and meaning the world to you and then nothing to you, or yep. or not seeing them again sort of a thing. But anyway, um, so sorry that was off topic, but uh, uh, no, but yeah, the point being like I more taken it from a literal sense that he's got like amnesia or something. Sure. Um, but I really like that it still captures that sense. Um, and I like thinking about it. Like you said more abstractly too. Yeah. It's a nice song. It's yeah. nice. Keep I going. put it in the happy column, maybe a little bittersweet, but, but I th- bittersweet's a good word for it, but bittersweet on the sweet part more than bitter. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 
I like that. How does... good injury, good ending, but his head got fucked up. So you know, what are you gonna do? Yeah, yeah, we're forgetting <laughs> that part that he still has a head injury. At the end of all, this. Yeah. all right, all right, go on. Let's go to the next one. Uh, Southern snow. Southern snow. So this is Abigail, the daughter of Victoria. Uh, she has three children, Gabriel, Annabelle, and Caitlin, uh, one of which ran away. Uh, and this song is from another of them, Gabriel, uh, about a time that it snowed. <laughs> And how she sometimes thinks about her uh, sister well, ran away. So you're you are hitting on in the way that you just phrased and reacted to that. Uh-huh. The, to me, the crux of indie hipster issues <laughs> that not necessarily mm-hmm. this song, but this idea. Like I grew up Indian hipster, right? My whole high. Mm-hmm. You, I mean, you knew me, Indian high or high school and early college i was all into the hipster shit and like john oh, green yeah. and i still love john green right um but you know that whole like whoa you know sort of shit. wore a beanie like nobody's business i still wore it dude after the you i don't know if you remember I, this i like a good beanie i love a good beanie after the separation up until throughout the winter of last year mm-hmm. my mom had got me a gray beanie for like five bucks or six bucks somewhere that was my lifeline i wore that beanie like no other last winter and then oh, yeah. Caleb's dog. Some was say it was worn him. by Brett Favre himself. Fuck you. First of all, <laughs> fuck you completely. It's a story. It's just a story there. He's not just it's saying not that randomly, but still fuck you. Um, and the only reason I stopped wearing this beanie was because Caleb and Jenna's dog Ziggy bit two different holes. In oh, it. no. The first hole I like was like, oh, whatever. I'll cover it up. And the second yeah. one, I was like, this is not okay. going to work. You're like, this but, is again, not fixable no, fu- no blame to any of them because I have yeah. dogs and I get it. But I was just like. It was it was towards the the beginning of spring too, and it just very much felt like t- about to like shit on indie stuff. Where I just go, this beanie <laughs> led me through so much <laughs> of this fall and winter. But, um, so where, so going back to like indie shit, where you go uh-huh. like, you know, you, you, how all of a sudden movies books whatever the simplest thing becomes the deepest thing in the world right mm-hmm. where you're like looking out and so you just go deep bro you just go it's crazy how a car is so many mechanical things like robots but at the end of the day it just it gets you from place to a to b or it can't do anything without a human behind it oh God. Like, <laughs> the a to b is good too right we're like all these mechanical things but it's just a transportation device right and so yeah. like so like and and you know there are parts of that now as a as an almost 28 year old where i go yeah there's beautiful there's beauty there and then there's the old man in me that goes there's beauty there but like grow the fuck up right uh-huh. like, like there's both sides to it fully and i and i hope i retain that like i hope that as i get older i keep the old man part of it that's like whatever but i also keep the respect of like remembering mm-hmm. being 16 you know um but um but so when you when you say when you word the way you did of like and they're talking about snow like yeah sometimes it's like wow this is beautiful whatever and then other times i'm just like listen guys it's fucking snow like that's yeah. a strange thing to call the weather right and it's like whatever like not to take anything away from it but like i, I think with a lot of that indie stuff right like i i will say i'll use this as an example i have a person who was a um who is a wonderful friend in my life now and I had um, uh, slightly mixed feelings about it at the time. 
where like she messaged me when I about 2 a.m. And she goes, she we I was not romantically interested in her at the time. She was slightly in me at the time. Mm-hmm. And she goes, do you want to come over and paint watercolors? And I was like, it's 2 a.m. on a weeknight. I'm not fucking driving over to paint <laughs> with you. What are you talking about? But it was also the sort of thing that if I was like really deeply into her, I would go, oh, my God, yes, let me come over. I would love uh-huh. to. And it was this beauty, you know what I mean? So like. So I, I be get a foundational that. moment. Yes, right. Yeah, that like that like there would be a fucking like gaslight anthem song behind and the movies uh-huh. and all the shit and you're like in real yeah yeah. But um, so so you you joke you you phrase it like that where you go because it's snowing or whatever. Like it's one of those things where like that can be really profound and also really like guys, it's the weather, <laughs> like. It's just snowing. And I love weather for the record. That's a thing I never thought I'd say. I love weather. But <laughs> but at the yeah, same man. time, I'm Who just like love weather. I love weather. I love weather. I love other things. I love soccer. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah. I, we're not I mean, we're like we're not you're... quite up there with a with the podcasts that are like, you know, sponsored by networks or by like Squarespace yeah. or whatever. But we're close. Well, we could be. We could oh, yeah. be. Um, yeah, I, I see your point. I, I feel like I understand a little bit, even though I would probably more put it as like, it's Indian that it's a song about nothing, uh, basically. And I'll also reserve the fact that like, I was being dickish. Like I will fully uh-huh. admit that with that, but yeah, I feel like you were climbing onto the last couple lines a bit. Um, was like the, well, more, I mean, the better part of the story is like the remembering of her his sister walking away but ultimately it comes down to the fact that it's he's sitting out in the snow and remembering shit and i I feel like like those experiences again are so meaningful but also so specifically personal like oh yeah i can look back on this yeah it all comes back to like musically i really like this song and how Mm -hmm. like it evolves but yeah the lyrics are fairly short and don't really mean anything to me yeah um I really like how he pulls out the blue and the sky was a bit of blue. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so it, definitely music over lyrics on this one. I will say musically on this one. Mm-hmm. I was listening it to, I, I, to, I texted you earlier. So I'm going to fold some laundry and then I'm ready to record while I was folding laundry. I was listening to the second half of this album and this song came on and I genuinely went, have I ever heard this song? (laughs) So like musically, I would, I guess what that means to me is that it was pretty uninspired, inspiring to me, not uninspired. That's not fair about Ben uninspiring where I was just like, have I ever even listened to this before? Um, So nothing negative. I guess not a negative thing, but I guess it was pretty uh, to me kind of bland enough that yeah. Bland. Yeah. Where I was just like, Oh shit. Yeah. Um, but but I do think I will say, I, I guess this is a critique, but I don't mean it overly negatively. Musically, there has not been a large evolution in the sound of Radical Face, where no. there has been a lot of different, like it's a sandbox thing, right? Like yeah, different things within the sandbox, but the sandbox, but it's all in the has same stayed sandbox. the same exactly. Yeah. And so I think. I do not think that's a negative thing, but I think what comes with that are are situations like this where you go, it's good, but like it sounds so much it like the, the 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 low songs on each album preceding or p- after the a couple first couple 
mm-hmm. you're always going to harken back to go yeah this is what this is just like the ones i didn't like previously yeah um but but yeah so yeah i don't dislike it at all like and you know whatever gilded hand let's move on So this one um, is pretty new. Uh, Artemis Tomb is a scientist sociopath in a neighboring town. Did you ever read Artemis Powell? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Go on. Um, (laughs) Did you watch the movie on like Disney Plus or whatever? No, I did not. Okay, go on. No. Okay. I was really looking forward to it because like I read the book and I loved it. Yeah. And then all the reviews were garbage and I was like, and, you know, yeah. it was, like, meant for kids, and I was, like, 26 when it came out or whatever, right. and I was, like, I'm not, you know. But I would tell you, I'll tell you what. Uh, no, I'm going to save that. Go on. Okay. Well, I just, our- I just realized what my um uh fucking whatever favorite for the episode is. I had others in mind, but I just changed it, so I'm going to save it. Okay. Uh, so Artemis over here uh, is obsessed with alchemy and experimenting, uh, has a fucking big factory. <laughs> fucking nerd. He's got a factory. You're going to want to take that back a bit. Uh, he's got a big factory that's really a front for experimenting on touched kids. Uh, so all like the kids with these weird blood traits um, that he finds and like the street kids that he finds with these abilities. So it's all just a front for him to like experiment in the basement of this place. A couple of things. Uh, and he finds out about the North Coats families, their strange blood and abilities. So is I guess that, that's that, kind is of that a... Severus and Stone? Uh, yes. And like, uh, what was his name? Frederick, um, from like kin, the one that see their relatives. It's funny. Cause like, do you think if I shaved all my beard besides the mustache, it would be too bad. Going on? Do you think it would be too like Jesus Christ? Cause like, it's a thing yes. right now. Okay. I've absolutely I... done that before and never made it out of the bathroom. <laughs> what about the goatee? Did you ever keep the goatee? Yeah, I did that. I did that once. I well, I did that once. I did it once in a day where ago. I shaved just this. You shaved just that, but that was just for <laughs> kicks and giggles, right? Though, like that wasn't serious. Walked around for a day and then shaved it off. You know, <laughs> it was yeah, horrifying. Come, you know, like you know, you know how mm-hmm. we talked before how you've got a couple of patches on your beard. Yep. I used to have a couple of those too. Alopecia. Alopecia. I don't have that, but I have um uh bad hair growth. And it was just two nights ago that I was doing this, and I was like, "Oh my god, my 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 gap has been filled in." There used to be a gap right. That's here, always exciting, no yeah, isn't it? And so I feel like, where did it go? This one right here. I think that's next, and I'm excited by that because I love. So I'm going on. So I started growing my beard in October, uh-huh. and I've shaved twice since then. And going on the year, I've realized I've been bearded more, far more than I've been not bearded this past new year for you. more which is new for me for the first time in my entire life and it's just such a weird feeling to be like this is my i shaved the second time i shaved one of my newer co-workers which she saw me in the hallway at, at the office and she was like <laughs> she was joking well i mean she wasn't joking but she was being funny she was like i don't like you without facial hair like you need to grow that back you know like we were joking and stuff but i was like it's so funny to me that there are people who only know me with facial hair now 
versus people who are like, oh, you got a beard now. So um, How did second we get part, here? Well, second part, I've been listening a lot to the radio, the old Ricky Gervais radio show with him and Stephen Carl. And okay. I will say now, I'll say this as someone who has a, had a literal shine, shrine for Ricky growing up, which you know. Yeah. Fuck that guy now. Yep. I It's so frustrating to see your idols fall. But I listen to the radio show from literally about 18, 17 years ago. And one of the things that I find so endearing also, is that... Also, how he can put out the shows that he recently has and then do... I, whatever dude it's so like i i i could i have not even made it through his recent stand-up his most recent i can't finish I, it ex- it's exactly. so frustrating mm-hmm. but i i adore the radio show the xfm show from like 2003 2004 and it's so annoying to go that's the same person but one of the things that i love about it that i always found myself being similar to is how like steve or carl will be talking about something and ricky will just be like how many how many grapes do you think you could fit in your mouth and they're just like, what the fuck are you talking about? And so I find myself similar to that. Or like, he will find himself bored and just change t- topics. Whereas it's not so much that I find myself bored. But you're but just too much. Yeah. No, if I think of something, I want to talk about it. <laughs> so when we when we look at the gilded hand. So in other sense, none of that Artem- had a relationship Artemis to tomb, what I was saying. Artemis Fowl. And then I was doing this and thought of my beard. That's how we got to where we are. Okay. Uh, and so, the fact that I had the, I, I told my girlfriend, I said, do you, what would you do if I had a goatee? And she was, my dad had a, has a goatee. So I wouldn't like it. And I was like, I'm not going to do a goatee anymore then. <laughs> Your fucking face. Go on. Tell me about the song. What do you feel about the song? I don't know I'm that I want to anymore. <laughs> Artemis too. This is I, fun. We're having fun. I don't care if anyone else listens to this. this is kind of I haven't third, even looked at numbers yeah, for the season. So you're far. having fun. I'm having a blast. <laughs> I'm having a great time, and I'm gr- I'm glad that you're here for it because you're my best friend. Mm-hmm. Um, musically, this is like the fourth one on the is album. It weird. <laughs> is it weird for you to think that we met in second grade and we're 28 now, and we're still best friends? Have you have you Not regretted that at long. any point? Right, Not right now. <laughs> I would be so sad. There's a movie coming out with um. You you saw it in Bruges, right? You're, About our downfall. No, just I'll get there. You seen it in Bruges, right? With Colin Farrell and Brent yeah. Brennan Gleeson. So there's a movie coming out. Same director and writer and the same lead two leads. But like the basic plot summary is like two best friends on an island you know living their lives one of them decides that he doesn't want to be friends with them anymore and then like chaos ensues and then you watch the trailer and there's like a lot more to it but like that's the plot is that one of two best friends just decides to not be friends anymore and i feel very similar to that movie right now is kind of what i'm getting at Mm -hmm. which makes frankly which makes me colin farrell which i'll take any day of the week so it's one of the four songs on the album. We're so close <laughs> to the end. Here. So there's one of four songs. We go on. I don't know. It doesn't have any. Have... It doesn't really have any structure. It doesn't fit the. There's no structure to it. Bridge. Yes, I agree. It's just a story when and when you look at the lyrics on genius it really is just like one long stanza like there's no mm-hmm. breaks for chorus bridge verse whatever it's just like here are all are all the words 
um this is one that i personally kind of go like okay like i've i, rem- I remember listening to it. i like it musically the segment you played i like the loudness of it like a lot a lot of what's going on mm-hmm. but i think this is one of those ones where the story kind of pulls me out of it, or there's too many lines and this is a very me nitpicky thing too many lines about the metal or yeah. like the being in the you know whatever um in the in the um mines or whatever you want or the the factory yeah. that i just kind of go eh. you know yeah i i mean i really like the story that i laid out like that's really cool mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. never would have gotten that from this so would you say that artemis tomb you said this or something similar that is a new character to this story yeah. Whereas it's the North Coats that he's coming, the mm-hmm. North Coats that he's coming into, but he is That's not someone time. that we've seen before, correct? Correct. Got it. Okay. If you had listened instead of well, I did taking I did your listen. side I listened points to, immediately. That I might have been the first all thing of it that, that said. you said. You know what I don't like right now uh-huh. is this trend of mullets being in, and it's one of those moments that I felt like an old man where I go to Planet Fitness. And there's two or three kids. And I say this as a 28 year old, 20, don't give me that look. Don't roll your eyes. Two or three kids do this right that now. are probably 20 ish that have like, not I've like never s- seen someone in a mall. Semi- Dude, 20s. come to planet fitness with me. I get a guess. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a black That's member. That's a sign that I'm, you need to move. What are you talking about? I'm in Holland. Yeah. I'm in like one of the, like the, I blend in so well, <laughs> but there's two or three guys that well, have like, a mall, you don't like, well, that's true. Okay, side side story to my side story. Participating in that. (laughs) So two or three. (laughs) I have like two more things I want to say about the song. I I really just on Facebook the other day of the first. Um, I think it was actually the first Harbor Coat show we ever played. Maybe it was the second. It was at that that Bonahu in Cedar Springs? This mm-hmm. festival is my little mini festival. I love seeing you like this. I told you before, ninety nine percent best friend, one percent. This feels like way more than one percent. <laughs> and I was looking at my hair. I was looking at photos from it. I was looking at my hair. I was like, "What is that style?" <laughs> like it was like a shaggy bowl cut where it was like shaggy hair but the same length around my entire head and i was like no one finds that attractive and and i i i hope that i don't look back 12 years from now it's the poor man's mullet <laughs> what are the two things you have to think of, say about the song hurry up let's go i don't even it's 10 12 it's let's the go. longest one on the album and sometimes yeah. i can feel that way but some, I, I do i, I just okay. want to no, no 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 real talk i agree with you i i i think it like, has its moments sometimes though you're you're literally hitting exactly the head that i'm trying to hit too that like it's the longest and oh you like actually that? have thoughts on the song okay listen it's only been two songs that i've derailed i've been really involved this album yeah, last yeah. album, last yeah. song. I had enough to drink that I was but like. Usually, Let me talk it's like we beard. have a tangent. This one is like you fucking kicked the cart off the tracks and then blew it up, and now like I'm just sitting there, like, what happened? I you saw the tracks, and I'm like waving from afar. Um, no, I do agree. I, I you, both of those statements I think are very true. Where it's the longest track, and it sometimes feels like it, but there are moments of the song that are like really, really good, and so like 
it's a weird it's a weird mix where it's like it kind of leaves you neutral in the middle where you're like yeah it's like what it's like six minutes 10 seconds or something like that mm-hmm. is that right yeah i don't even have spotify fight. up yeah. that's just my brain um it's the I longest agree. and it feels like that sometimes but also there are moments that stand out where you go this is really good like i really really like this um anyway you want to move on six minutes 17 ah damn it yeah I've last wondered, one like uh, you know our band shut up our band it's not the last one we'll take everything we can others will just give it all away Some of us will be beaten while others You know what's nice about apple cider is that it's a strong enough flavor that even if you change the liquors halfway through the night, you can't tell. You have rum That's and then cool. you go to vodka and you're just like, this is, this is like apple cider. You want to hear uh, a funny story? The other no, day I, wanted, I was, okay. I want to tell what the yeah. song, I want to do my thing. Like the whole structure of this. I want to get my thing out. <laughs> I'm wondering if I'm going to look back on this one in editing and go, that was pretty funny. Or if I'm going to go, Jesus Christ, JD. <laughs> go on. Talk to me about we all go the same. So this is Tom again. Uh, back to fucking Tom. Uh, Victoria has now passed away. Uh, his wife has left him. Uh, and he realizes that he was never good to his wife because he was always too focused on Victoria. And now after he's lost it all, uh, he's realizing that. I, so this is a, ge- a very genuine like con- question about the song. Not that mm-hmm. there's one that to answer, but it's a thought that I have from that is like you. I wonder what in the context of the story, what 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 the reason was that they separated, why his wife left him. I'm assuming she left him. Uh, yeah, it feels like, um, like, like was it just that his focus that? was on, was on her so much, was on Victoria so much that his wife was just like, yeah, let me like, see you know, I can, can tell sort of it. a thing. Okay. Um, final song. Yeah, I guess, uh, he re- his wife left him. He misses his wife, finally realizing too late that he was never very good to her because he was obsessed with Victoria. So I feel like I that's so. kind of the explanation. That's that, not like a direct, exactly. um, but that feels like it's almost assuredly the reason. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, So this is one that lyrically, I think you don't need to know about the story at all to, yep. to feel lyrically. But then I will say, and I, I don't mean this as like a, I could do better thing where I go, this seems like a really easy thing to follow lyrically, to create oh, yeah. lyrically, where you go. And at Dawes, who's one of my favorite bands in the world, they do this sometimes, but I, I would argue in a more deep, in a deeper way. Um, and M. Ward also does this sometimes, where I, to a point where I kind of go, okay, Matt, um, that's what that stands for. But I go, okay, you come up, you pick a thing, and then you just, your two lines in a four line stanza are like both sides of that coin. Okay. Like some of, like this is not one of the lyrics, but like some of us will learn to swim and some of us will always be scared of the water. 
right? Like, yeah, you can get where, where it's like you pick a topic and then you pick both and sides then of the you coin. Talk about both sides. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I don't think I I don't think it's a cheap thing at all. Like I think it's a very valid lyric, like cadence to lyrics. But I will I I do think that like this particular version of it feels a little bit like cheap to me or or easy to me. Maybe not cheap, but easy to me. Where okay. It's like. Um, some of us will die lonely. Some of us in grace so, and others in grace and warmth, like very, very true, but like they seem almost too opposite. Yeah. Where it's like, it's, there's no subtlety or like nuance in it. I don't know that I've gotten that. I've gotten that. It does feel listy sometimes. Yes. I, that's a great, I, honestly, that's a great way to put it too, where it's just like, I'm just going to list a bunch of things. Yeah. And both sides of a coin. And yeah. Yeah, I really like the last lyrics, uh, and you will live your life uh, full of fear, and I will live mine wishing you were near. Um, but yeah, I don't lyrically. And I, I also like. That. I think a load, a very loaded follow up to that is, and you will pray to be stronger, and I won't pray at all. Oh yeah. But either, but either way, we're both gonna fall. I think that says volumes about their relationship. Uh, <laughs> yeah and, yep. and i think play into the fear like i mean i, I mean yeah. in conjunction with the you're gonna work line. on it and i am not yeah uh yeah and either way it's either way we're both poorly. gonna die yeah yeah, yeah. I, I i like that one a lot um yeah so lyrically i don't know that i pull much from it yeah even though it's more abstract and like generally relatable uh, um, yeah yeah musically i really like the inhales at the beginning uh and that like old school piano tone and then how the like the breathing in of those old school pianos with the pedals almost sounds more like inhales when it comes in later again or vice versa like yeah i don't know maybe it is inhales that's made to sound more like that piano tone but i think that's cool you know this is one of those tangent thoughts but slightly related you know and pinch me the guitar mm-hmm. solo is like in reverse. Yeah. If you ever, so like what I'd be interested to know what I, what I thought about the other day, this is, or this is one of those car ride thoughts earlier this week where I was like, okay, what if you played a solo in reverse and then reversed that? Would it sound how, how cl- similar to the original solo would it sound? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. There's nothing, there's nothing really to gain from it. There's no, like, <laughs> I was just thinking about like part of part of what makes us that solo the way it is, or like there's some in Champagne Supernova from Oasis as well, where you hear the tones of the strings being pulled in reverse, right? right? And so I I wonder what that that would be hard to replicate. Yeah, and I'm I'm curious what that would sound like. But um, I think this song functions really well as a closer. Yeah, and what's interesting, and so this is going to get really meta in the stories of these songs. So I hopefully hopefully I'm making sense what I'm trying to say. This is the sort of song that to me would function as the closer of an album where all of the songs tie into this theme. Like, let's just say the theme is like the divorce, right? (laughs) I don't know where Mm -hmm. I'm pulling that from, where there are 10 songs previous to it that all deal with different aspects of divorce. But then the final song of the album is like a kind of overall statement of the previous 10 tracks. So my yeah. two questions to you are one well okay the, w- with that statement and then the other statement that this functions well as a closer to me right like this is a great closer to an album yeah do you think that this song 
and I don't have an answer to this. This is a genuine question. Do you think that this song functions in that regard that they're like the other songs can kind of funnel into this one? And then what made me, th- what, what I thought of after that was yes and no. Well, I'm not done. So just wait. Uh, when you think of the albums of the family tree as a whole, the roots, the branches, what's the next one? Is it the leaves? Yep. Do those albums each have, this is the fourth one too, right? What's the fourth one? The Bastards. The Bastards. The EP. Which is collection. the EP, yeah. Do you feel like, so I guess with the exception of that one, so the, the roots, the branches, and the leaves, do you feel like there is a consistent theme to each of those? Where the branches, the roots, and and the leaves each have their own like through not not through line because I know they're all one big story, but like yeah, subjects no, that they deal with. Yeah, like subcategories almost. Yeah, yeah. We're like okay, the theme of the branches is like letters, right? right. Like you kind of mentioned earlier. Do you feel like that, or do you feel like it's just I, not? And I don't mean this dismissively. Hey, we've got thirty three songs, and we're gonna kind of package them like these eleven each. I don't know. I don't think I have anything that i could come up with like oh this is this does this more than this this does this more than this um before for this song being the overall like everything feeds into that i feel like it could work for a lot but also not it's also almost the opposite of what a lot of this is in the like either way it all ends the same it almost works but then the whole thing is like the we're trying to get past right the past right move on yeah it it could work from like that yeah we're trying to like we're doing all this work to do that but we're still gonna end the same yeah um like it 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 almost it works but it doesn't you know what i mean where it's like because that's such a theme necessarily need to though but like i'm yeah yeah there's such a theme of like yeah you're trying to get past this but you're still haunted by it so that like that really lends it to itself or this but yeah i don't know um and then yeah i i guess i don't really not that i know of for the like subcategories or anything there's nothing i can come up with off the top of my head for sure so, yeah, I get the dumb luck a little so bit. So when too, you look right at when you look back at, can you get back to the music? When you look back on this album, I'm gonna fucking lose the, it. I've already thought of. There's already been stuff that I've already held back, like the fact that yesterday I was at an opening for my office in my hometown. Uh-huh. I had no Rockford gear, and you show up wearing a Rockford Rams water polo T-shirt. Like I was like, fuck, I don't have any shirts like that anymore. So like it's laundry day. Thought about talking about that earlier. I didn't do that. I it was laundry day for me too. Do I wear this out? No. No, 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 no. Do you wear it when you're lounging around the house and nothing but that in your underwear? Your whitey tighties? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You still wear whitey tighties, don't you? Oh, yeah. It's very interesting. (laughs) With anything else underneath or just or over top? No, there's not anything else underneath (laughs) my underwear. (laughs) You wear wear a smaller size of whitey tighties (laughs) and then a larger size of top. I like that idea. You wear jean shorts and then you wear whitey tighties <laughs> on top of it. We're still coming down. So overall, looking back on the album The Roots by Radical Face from 2013, how do the you branches feel? Branches by Radical Face. Fucking Jesus. Um, looking back on the, the branches I, from Radical Face 2013, how do you feel? I love it. Do you? It's it's so good. I think it's the best one yet. Yeah. I mean, I agree. I really like the roots as well, but this one is I think a lot better well-rounded. Mm-hmm. A lot more well-rounded, 
Um, Use English properly. That's true. Yeah. It's funny. It's you? funny because like I go, I go back to the, like the meta of all of this. And when I go into Coldplay, which we had pre- BNL we did previously, and our tentative next season that we've discussed before, I kind of go in knowing already what my favorite albums are. And and oftentimes those songs change on those albums, right? Like, oh, this is my favorite, now it's this. But like for Radical Face, for me, like we've discussed, every album is brand new to me. I listen to an album for the very first time. And so like, I don't, so I guess my point is like, when I, when I think about Coldplay, right? Like as one of my favorite bands, I know their first album, I know their last album, and I know everything in between. And sometimes what happens is listening through and doing the show, things get rearranged, but I'm familiar with all of it. But like, or is this rearranging literally every single time? Exactly. And like, was it, this is, it's the, it's the leaves that are next, right? Uh, I think we're going to do the bastards next. Okay, cool. Okay. So the bastards. Um, So like thematically almost the leaves makes more sense, but the bastards was released chronologically ever so slightly before. So like I could listen to that and go, so using both those, right. I could go, Oh, Mm -hmm. the bastards is great. This is my favorite so far. Knowing it was like the EP release and then go to the leaves and go, Oh shit. This is my favorite. But Mm -hmm. everything to me is being revealed as I go. But in tangent in tandem with that, everything that you feel about it is also being revealed to me as I go. So I feel like every time we listen to a new album and you say something like, this is my favorite so far. I don't know if that overall means this is your favorite. Like if I said that, right, we're doing cold play and we get to Viva and I go, this is my favorite so far. Ultimately, I know it's my favorite overall. But when you say that, I don't know if you mean, okay, but the next album is going to be <laughs> more, or if this yeah. is your ultimate one. I would say without... I don't know either. <laughs> there we go. I would I would say without hesitation that this is my favorite album so far that we've listened to. And I've liked the Damn, other two, but I artists? would say... <laughs> take B&L, you take Coldplay and the three Radical Face. No, uh-huh. with, with Radical Face, I would say this is easily my favorite. And I, I would even say like by a a good country mile no 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 by a normal mile um and i've liked the other two albums but i think this one as a whole is like the first one that i would enjoy going back to hitting play on gray skies and listening all the way through oh okay Um, that's cool so so i really i really liked this album i really liked it um so should we move on to our um kings Kings and servants kings and servants yes Uh, you want to go first or second? I would like to go first. I'd like to guess first because I have no clue and I want to get it out of the way. Um, go for it. I I have a guess for your for your king. It's the servant that I feel very in the dark about because I feel like at most you were neutral to most songs. Um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> I'm going to take a guess. I'm going to say your favorite is the mute and your least. Gray skies is excluded. Let's make that very clear. Yeah. Okay. Good. I would say your favorite is the mute and your least favorite is Southern snow. Final answers. Uh, one for two. The mute is my favorite. Um, if you had let me talk uh, at all, uh, you might've figured out you. that the gilded hand was my servants. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, uh, that's, I feel like you just, your face just retracted that. Fuck you a little bit. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> yeah, it really like it just. I feel like I've just been skipping it lately as I got to like the tenth lesson. That's that's a great um, that's a great answer. Yeah, and yeah, it it does have its moments, but it like its downers are more significant to me. Uh, with that one, I feel like that's I one can't thing. get anything from the meaning of the song, like without really like knowing the story reading up on it. it. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's uh, fair. But yeah, that's super fair. Good answers. Good answers. Okay, so I'm at three points now. All right. Yeah. So, I th- this is this, and I will say, saying this is my this is my favorite so far. You know. Yeah. My favorite and least favorite changed during the, no recording. I would I would no no no. It's the first time it, it hasn't done that. Where I thought you just said that earlier. No. No, I didn't. I, if I did, I lied. But I don't. Okay. They were the first. It was the first time that like the first listen through, compared to the last today. I feel like my favorite and least favorite were still the same. Okay, well then, favorite, uh, your king is holy branches and your servant is chains. You nailed it. Two for two, man. I you're was going to change right. it to letters home after. I, I, I That's the second. You're going to have to tell me. You're going to have to tell me um, in your editing if I'm making that up. But I swear you said I just changed my favorite at one point. I don't. I, I will listen back to see if I said yeah. that. But I don't remember saying that. But I will tell you if I did. Yeah. Um. But no, you, you nailed it. I think. Um, I I would I would even go so far as to say Letters Home is probably a better song than Holy Branches in my book, mm-hmm. but I just something about Holy Branches is such a great start really to the good. album, and I oh, yeah. really really dig it. Um, and I I didn't play this down too much, but like literally, you could take Chains off this album, and I wouldn't give a fuck. Yeah. I I would not miss anything about it. It's so on the nose. It's weird. It's so on the nose and not what I think it is. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. Like if it if it were about slavery, I'd go. It's so on the nose, but it's on the nose and not what I think it's supposed to be about. So yeah. So what's that put us at? Three to two. Yep. Oh, yeah. Man. I almost went Southern Snow, but I figured that was second. Yeah. For, for getting it uh, was worse than disliking it. <laughs> so you nailed both of them. Than... Like my second favorite was Letters Home, and my second favorite yeah. was the Gilded or was Southern Snow. Um, Gilded Ham was third, I'd say. But um, but no, I, I I really I really like if 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 and I I know that we've talked about how I don't like doing this before. If I could take um, chains off of the album. I yeah. think I would like it even that much Comes more. Comes down to eleven. It's yeah. it's really hard to like. It's hard with any album to be like, oh, what, this is a perfect album or an amazing album. When there's one that you know, like I, again, ju- yeah. like not jokingly thinking about um, Silverball, where I go, it's it, in a lot of ways it's Bare Naked Lady's strongest post Steve album, but like I but to me passcode weighs it down so much <laughs> that if you remove that i'd be interested to know how i feel yeah. about that but anyway but I, I really like this and i'm i'm and i'm really glad too because i was very worried going into this whole season that it would feel like trudging through it so that we did it yeah. right like okay we did radical face now but no i was I, looking back on this i was like there's a lot of songs on this album that i want to add to playlist that i want to go back to that i would love hey. to have on as a record like this is by eons my favorite love so far. to get this record man so is it hard to is it hard to get some yeah. of these albums well i mean you can get there are you can order some of the individual ones there's like okay. the box set of the family right. tree right, right, so right i think two of them but yeah the box set's like a thousand bucks it's just ridiculous. are you serious yeah fucking hell 
Yeah. I saw one go on Reddit the other day that was like, oh yeah, I got to sell it. And I looked and it was like 600 bucks. And I was Jesus. like, that's like I look on at, sale and I like 40% off. And it's yeah. still like, I look at um, Mountain Goats albums where I go, crazy. this vinyl or, or uh-huh. set from like, they're like, oh, it's so when Sunset Tree, the, the album with this year, when that came out, yeah. Um, John did something called Come, Come to the Sunset Tree, which was like, uh, I think it had maybe two or three more tracks on it. But okay. he hand painted every single cover oh. to it. And there's maybe uh, 500. I don't quote me on that. 500. Yeah. But like those things go for four or 500 bucks a pop whenever they go on, on eBay or whatever. And so yeah. for like for you to say a thousand, I'm just like, Jesus, that well, is yeah, insanity. That's pretty much what it is. It's yeah. There was they released like the box set. Yeah. And I think there were maybe 500 made no Jeez. reproductions whatsoever so like there's been nothing wow since. even since then there's been nothing. yeah wow well i'm on their site right now and i just i just saw um the family tree the leaves vinyl for 25 i was like oh cool yeah and i click on it it says out of stock and i'm right. like well shit yeah you have any albums moving on to a little bit of like um cellar door secrets um for the jingle if your only words are ugly ones Do you have any out? Al- this is not Seller Secrets. Do you have any albums for the re- like? It's it's September, late September right now, that you have that you're looking forward to for the rest of the year, that are not. You know what I mean? Like, were you- Honestly, I feel like I it's been know. a great I mean, year for music. I kind of forgot about music. Steve's coming out next week. Yeah, so I'm excited about that. Yep. I'm I guess intrigued. It'll drop for it. by the time this episode comes out. Mm-hmm. I can't think of anything off the top of my head that I'm like. Did That's you get the white vinyl? About. Did you pre-order the yeah. white vinyl? Yeah, right. I did. Oh, uh, no, Broken Bells. I'm really excited about. Yeah, just the vinyl. Yep. T-shirts looked cool, but that is, those are the two that I. So Steve's, I've got pre-ordered on vinyl. It doesn't come out to like early next year. Broken Bells is the other one that I have yeah. pre-ordered that I'm excited for. I'm There's a new single that. that came out like a day or two ago, and I'm like, oh, I didn't see that. I'm not. I'm not listening to it. I'm not. That's kind of like far from. Yeah. There's, There's only, only like ten. nine. Yeah. Oh, 10. Okay. Okay. 10 songs or, on nine it. Nine or 10. I don't know. Um, um, and, and so like, I'm like, I'm, and they already released maybe two. I think this was three or four from it where I'm just like, I'm just waiting for the full thing to come out. I'm going to yeah. listen to that as it is. There's a couple that I'm like, a, a couple singles have come out and I'm like, Ooh, is there going to be an album announcement soon? And like excited for that. Mm-hmm. Um, or I guess one single, the national and the killers. Um, and honestly, Caleb's low phase. Wait, that's good. Let's, let's move on to actual cellar door secrets. Let's move on to actual cellar secrets. Um, you gonna go first or second? I would like to go second. I'd lo- okay. I would. I would die to go second. Uh, well, I, I guess don't kill I'll me. Let you have that. Uh, so, I, so much. I am gonna go with a TV show this time. Uh, Severance. Apple TV. It's incredible. Adam Scott got the the Emmy nom. So that like we're didn't big win the Emmy though he didn't win the Emmy but so what's um, it worth? No one's gonna look back on it twenty years from now and go well he did what he was nominated for. An Emmy. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's incredible. It's kind of like it's um one of those not like almost like Inception a little bit where you're like what is happening? Mm-hmm. Um, lots of mystery and suspense it's great. i feel like it's one of those shows where like i have not watched the whole season 
mm-hmm. I feel like it's one of those shows where if you want to share with people that trust you so that you can go, trust me, just start watching it. Mm-hmm. Like, don't know anything going into it. Just trust me on this. Right. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it's such a weird it's such a like, weird thing, and it's hard to explain without yes. feeling like you're giving too much away. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I think I only watched the first, at this point, the first two episodes. But even in the first one episode, I feel like there are things that I wouldn't want to yeah. give away when sharing the premise to somebody. Right. Um, but yeah, it's it's really good. I'm very excited for the second season. Do you have any, do we know when that's going to come out or anything or not so nope. much? I have no idea. Okay, so severance. Uh, <clears throat> I'm narrowing it down. I had a couple of things in my head in this very moment. Um, but I think sticking on the music theme, yeah, why not? I'm going to go. So you know that I have um, twin toddlers who are turning two about a week wow, from recording here. Soon. Yeah, but I, I don't want to give the date away, but about a week from recording. Uh, maybe two. Um, I want to I wanna share the artist named Rafi. R-A-F-F-I. So he is a a children's artist, overall a children's artist that was really big. And I would say he's 74 now. So I'd say like the 70s and 80s, I think was when he was really big. Um, But like Baby Beluga is one of his big songs that a lot of people know or like Banana Phone. And um, I've been playing my my ex and I have been playing Rafi for them probably since they were about four months old, maybe maybe even younger. And it was because of like a, a someone that I know, I, I can't remember who it might've even been like Steve or like someone on Reddit that was talking about Rafi. So I kind of like followed the trail and followed him. He's also politically active, but he's, you know, my boys love Coco Melon because they're toddlers and Coco Melon is one of those things where you can kind of get pretty sick of pretty quick. But mm-hmm. Rafi is somebody where I've been listening to Rafi for a year and a half, like basic children's songs. And it's still pretty enjoyable. And I think that's a really weird trait for, for a children's music musician. Made for yeah. Small children. Right, exactly. Especially. And so, like, so, like, you know, I don't know the, the specific age demographic of our listeners, but like, you know, I'm I'm a father of almost but I you know, assume they're under years. four. <laughs> I assume most of our listeners are between the ages of two and three and a half. Um, but like the thing I like about Rafi is that he's not annoying to me in any sense, but the music is so exciting to the kids. Like he's got one song. I don't know if it's five little ducks or one little duck. I don't know what the name is, but it's about, you know, it's like five little ducks went swimming one day. And then it goes to four little ducks. It's like, you know, jump monkeys jumping on the bed, but you know, the, the bridge or not the bridge, like <laughs> it's not that deep, but like it's quack, 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 right? Like a lot of ducks. Yeah. And when that song plays, one of my boys will run over to the Alexa and just stare at it. Like, and he's not tall enough to reach it. He'll stare at it and he'll just go quack, 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 quack. Like he'll just say it. And it's so cute. And so I think it's in not, not just in today's day and age, but in life in general, I think it's difficult to find a children's musician or children's music that doesn't annoy the shit out of adults but it's yeah. still like interesting or relevant to the kids. So I think Rafi, the R-A-F-F-I is the perfect in-between. Um, and I am very, very grateful for his music. And so are, so are the boys. So Rafi. 
Awesome. And I, and I said that earlier, but the new Mountain Clips album was really good. <laughs> so moving on, we're going to the leaves next, right? Uh, no, the bastards is next. Oh, right. I'm sorry, you said the bastards. Yes. So you've so you've seen you've seen Radical Face live just the one time, or have you seen them just the one time? time? So, um, when you think about their live or the live show that at least you've been to. Is it pretty drawn out over all of their music, or is it focused on one or two? Out? Like, what what is the spread? No, it was pretty drawn out. Oh, was it? Okay, uh, cool. It was, yeah. Shortly after therapy, and so we played a couple songs of that. But yeah, he told a lot of stories before, like would explain a lot of the context. Mm-hmm. Um, not for everyone, but for a good handful. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it was it wasn't pretty concentrated on the new stuff roll it was a it's good not, matter right? yeah that's nice to have it kind of spread out like that yeah um cool it was great um does he, does he have any plans to tour anytime soon i don't know he talked a lot about last time so he sat uh the whole time because he's got some back stuff and so he talked about having to like Easy. last time rework a lot of how touring works was it just able to do it was it like a band or no there's a band okay um so yeah, I don't know. I don't know that he's done anything post COVID yet, mm. or if that has changed anything for him. I don't know. Have you had hopefully you'll tour soon? Yeah. Have you had your most recent booster yet? I've not. I just got... plan on doing that in the flu shot all in one here soon. Story for later. I'll tell you after we we wrap up in a second here. Um, thank you guys for listening. Um, yeah. Hopefully you enjoyed my tangents as much as I did. Because I had a blast with them. Hopefully, and, um, you were not as exhausted by them as I was, uh, dude. You fucking can't say you're exhausted after 20 <laughs> years of this shit. 21 years of this shit. You can't say Something that this about is unexpected. Really got me. This is uh, well, I write it about care. the gilded hand. Where <laughs> <laughs> it's like that. Actually, no, exactly <laughs> at the gilded hand. Like I said, I can't wait to listen back and go like, oh, yeah, you were an obnoxious prick. Or go, you're an obnoxious, you're an obnoxious prick, but it's kind of funny. Um, but thank you guys for listening. We're moving Find on to out. the leaves next, I believe is what it's called. Oh um, what we're color is that? To the bastards next. Jesus Christ. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. That's not me trying to do a bit. That's just me being forgetful. We're moving on to the bastards next. Um, you, so you'll have to like tell me specifically what to listen to. Yeah, if it's I, like if there's well, an EP or how yeah. that works, but there, there's um, an album. It's, okay, then I'll be fine. That'd be easy. Um, but this has been fun. Uh, thank you for being in your little cave downstairs in your new house, guys. Nick bought a house. Yeah, and it's great. You want to hear oh, a yeah. creepy story? No, hear a creepy story. Uh, sure. So my mom. We should probably did, explain too. That's why uh, it's been a couple weeks. That's uh, why it's been, been a couple weeks. Yes. Yeah, it's been it's been very chaotic from across the board. You've moved into a brand new house and have been like, like fixing a couple of things, Doing a and bunch just, of stuff, just to moving it, yeah. in in general. And then I've had some work trips that have come up, and then and so it's just been like, it's been a bit of a normal uh, abnormal break for us um, yeah. from our normal cadence. Missed it by but, a week, but well, probably yeah. two, honestly, because I'm not gonna fucking mm. edit this over the weekend. It's my birthday. Do you think I'm gonna sit here and fucking edit the podcast for two, three, yeah. four, two, three hours? Our no, listeners I demand it. Babe, I've got plans. I've got places to go. Okay, have fun um, tomorrow. Edit it on Sunday. <laughs> That's great. Have your day. Come back to work <laughs> on Sunday. Um, 
but uh um so yeah you're you're right about that you're right about that like obviously yeah, our cadence has been off the past couple this episode um hopefully not by the next episode and stuff um quick scary story what's that quick scary story well yeah what, what was it about though so, I, oh yeah yeah, yeah i remember story. so so you live in you live in a specific city in the detroit metro area i do i don't want to give the details away but um my mother sorry i had a hiccup has a family friend who also lives in that specific area okay and so i told her when i when i came to visit you a few weeks ago for the for the comedy bang bang show i said i went to nick's house i said he just bought the house i went there and we stayed there for the night it's really cool i think there's a like there's so much opportunity there and i really liked it and she goes you have to tell me where he lives because next time i go over and visit so and so i'll drive by and I was like, well, she can stop by. Yes, but that's exactly what I said. I was like, well, let's just plan it so that you can stop by and see him and say hi and stuff like that. Because like, again, I, I'm sure you know by the end of this episode, the fact that Nick is still here. Each other, our parents are the other second parents. Like mm-hmm. your parents are my oh, yeah. second mom and dad. My parents are your second mom and dad. Like I, I'm pretty sure we're in each other's wills at this point. But um, better be so. So we talked about that. And then like probably last week, my mom goes, Hey, I'm visiting so-and-so. Can you send me Nick's address? Cause I want to stop by. And I was like, yeah, sure. So I give her your address. Yeah. And, and she, and I said, he's working, but he's only in the office. So I'm like, so if you stop by, he might be there. So she texted me later and she's like, Oh, I just drove by. And I'm like, mom, that's weird. <laughs> like you just did a drive by of someone's house to like look at to see was where my they car live there. Like I don't remember. I don't. She didn't say. She goes. I said, "Did you stop it?" I asked her, "Like, did you say hi?" And she goes, "No, I just drove by." And I was like, "Okay, so you have no idea if he was there or not." So, like in theory, the creepy part of it is that someone, someone, I won't say random, someone just drove by your house without you having any idea, but specifically looking for your specifically house. Specifically looking for my house. This is Nicholas is his house and i know where he lives now you know those mushrooms though remember oh, when yeah. i came those over those mushrooms crazy. yeah so i i drove by somewhere uh, no, no no i didn't drive by it was it was I mowed, here in I my mowed the lawn three days later mushrooms six inches tall yeah i came i came over and it was like nighttime and you like see those out there and i was like i thought those were golf balls like stands yeah. for markings and you're like no those are mushrooms so in my complex my field we have like a dog field you know at the complex yeah. There, I swear to God, hand to God, there was a circle of those mushrooms, yep. like in an almost perfect circle, and it's it looks so intentional. Yeah, there's nothing in the middle of them, but there's yep. nothing outside of them. So you're just like, who like, the, the hell happened? Made these circles? Yeah, and how they grow so quick, but yet I took them away and they haven't done anything since. <laughs> like, dude, I know, heck? like those are like the those, those sound like those start to sound like like high thoughts for me, where I just go. Isn't it crazy how some plants grow so fast That's and so some grow so slowly, right? <laughs> Isn't it just crazy how like some it's plants are just so back. in tune with Mother Earth? But yeah. But anyway, um, thank you guys for sticking with us this time. Um, yeah, I can't. Thank, pr- I thank can't you. promise next time we'll be more concise. Like I can't. But hey, here's the thing: neither can I. Well, and frankly, like you're you're a fifty percent proprietor in this business. I know. 
Can you imagine if we like LLC this? Into this shit? Can you imagine if we were like, hey, well, this is an LLC and we both own 50% of this legally? And then we got in a fight. And then like we were like legally, we're like, I, was like, I don't want to be friends anymore. Yeah. <laughs> this podcast is 50% mine. I am owed the $7.14. Uh. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys for sticking with us. We'll talk to you next time. Uh, bye-bye. Thanks.